Hello and welcome to the European Hoops Podcast. We are a Sportsitas presentation. We bring you all the coverage you need of the EuroLeague. Three times a week, every Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, we recap and preview all the action and cover all the news surrounding the competition. Join us on this ride and learn more about some of the best basketball played in the world. Make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing to the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Itus EuroLeague. My name is André and this is my co-host, Diogo Valente. Are you ready to preview the next round of the EuroLeague? Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's do this. On this episode, we will be previewing all the action of round 27. A reminder to our listeners that this week in the EuroLeague, we will have a double header. We will have games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. This means also that we will be bringing you some extra episodes. On Wednesday, we will put out an episode previewing the round 28. On Thursday evening, we will be recapping what happened on round 27. And then we will be back to our us usual schedule, recapping round 28 on Monday and previewing round 29 on the following Wednesday. On this episode, besides previewing all the games that will happen on round 27, we will try to give you a clear picture of what to expect in the playoff battles. But let's start. And the first game, it's a battle to the top of the standings between Olympiacos and Barcelona. Olympiacos is currently in second place and Barcelona is in third place. Both, both tied with 18 wins and 8 losses records. Diogo, what do you expect from this game? Uh, I expect it to be a, a very good game. Probably my biggest must-watch game of the week. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a great battle. Um, Olympiacos won the game in Spain, so I think Barcelona... We'll probably try to, to get that game back and and jump to second place in the standings. Currently, Olympiacos has the edge because of that win in Spain. Uh, I'm going to pick Barcelona on this one. I think the the level of basketball they are playing right now um, and having Mirotic back, which he didn't play in the first game, I think that's going to be the a major key. And that matchup between Vezenkov and Mirotic, man, that's going to be awesome to watch. And I can't wait. Who do you think will... I know that you picked Barcelona to win this game. I am going... I'm leaning the other way. I think Olympiacos will bounce back and get this win, but it will sure be a very entertaining and a, a close one. I just think that uh, Barcelona and uh, Sarunas Jasikevicius, the way he manages the team, he will be a bit too conservative to, to go and win this game. They are able to do it. I just don't know if they will, they will do everything it takes to, to get this win. I, I, I believe you understand what I mean by this. Um, yeah. I, so that's the reason why I'm picking Olympiacos. But who do you think will, will come out of that um, power forward dream matchup on top? I think numbers-wise, uh, I think Vezenkov is going to have better numbers. And probably a better game overall. But that's because um, Barcelona has so many options with those shooters and Sadoransky leading the way that I don't think Mirotic needs to to be that like 28-point scorer like he did last game. So uh, I think it's going to be a, a good battle. I think both of them are going to be amazing. Uh, maybe Vezenkov gets better numbers, but I think, like I said, I picked Barcelona, so I think Mirotic is going to get the win. So it's going to be a very good matchup. I'm I'm very curious to see the defensive assignments for the Olympiacos side and I wanted to to hear your expert opinion of, about it. Do you think we will we will see Vzankov on uh, on Mirotic and do you think on the other side we will have Kalinic defending whom Papa Nikolaou or we will have uh, him on on Vzankov? Uh, I I I would say give the people what they want and, and have Vzankov <laughs> 
and have Vezenkov matched up with Miritich on both sides. Um, I think Kalinic can, can get Papa Nicolo, obviously. Um, I, I hope uh, Walkup is on Saransky because I think that's the, the a great matchup. And obviously because of size, uh, Isaiah Kanan will probably be on Laprovitla. And then Vesely or Shanley, whoever starts this game, to be with uh, Fall. Uh, I think overall it's going to be a very good game with, with some good matchups. And I think it's going to be high-level basketball. I, I really do. Yeah, and uh, Walkov, Satoransky, and Mirotic, Zenkov is something to be looking forward to, to watch. Let's move Absolutely. on to... Let's move on to the next game and this game in Berlin between Alba and Zalgiris. For Alba, they showed on the road on their last two games that they can be a competitive team, especially if the, the other team doesn't come prepared to dominate the game. But we know that Zalgiris needs this uh, this win. They are tied with uh, four other teams for the eighth place, but FS has one game less. So they have the advantage they are in eight. And to keep fighting, this is a game that they, they must win. Do you expect Zalgiris to, to come into this game prepared? And what do you see them doing to, to get the win in Berlin? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think you're going to like it, but <laughs> I'm going to pick <laughs> Alba to win this game. Okay, why? I, I need uh, to know why. <laughs> I think they've been playing better. Uh, obviously, the, they beat Red Star um, against Partizan. They were just outmatched because Partizan's a, a much better team. But I think Mauro Lo is going to have a, a very good game. I think he's the best guard uh, on this matchup. Um, and, man, I'm just not a, a big fan of this Zalgiris team. I know you disagree with me, but uh, I just see Alba winning the game. Being at home, uh, you know, I think Zalgiris is a very good home team, but not on the road. They they struggle a lot. And they're... Uh, Their bench options, uh, they lack a lot of scoring. Uh, I think they struggle a lot offensively when they go to their bench. So I, I think Alba is going to be able to win this game. So I will disagree with you and we are making the, a great job. The, the, Alba is obviously not the favorite, of course. But uh, I mean... No. You made your uh, pick. You cannot go back now. So no, no, no I won't. I won't. I'm not trying to go back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just taking a gamble here, and I'm going to go with Alba. So I'm going Zalgiris, and, and my reasoning is is quite simple here. We saw what they were able to do, and I know it was at home, but uh, they managed to take away a bit of the the transition game from um, from uh, Basconia on the the game between the, those two teams. I yeah. think they can replicate a bit of what they did on this game, bring some intensity into the game, and with the need that they have to get this win, I don't think Zalgiris won't come into this game prepared. I think they will have the intensity on defense that they need to 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 make the game hard for Alba, and that will allow them to to get this win in the end. So I'm picking Zalgiris on this one, but uh, I believe that you will agree with me that we have five teams that are locks to be on the playoffs, and those are Monaco, Fenerbahce, Barcelona, Olympiacos, and Real Madrid. Yes. I let's consider Partizan, Basconia, Efes. Maccabi, Valencia, Zalgiris as the teams fighting into the playoffs. Not uh, forgetting that Virtus, Red Star, Milano still have cases, but uh, 
it's it's harder to see them making it all the way there. So between these six teams, let's break down their schedule the rest of the way and let's try to figure out how many wins and losses they will get. Starting with Zalgiris, I know you picked Alba to win this game, but I will say that you agree that Zalgiris is favorite on this one, right? Like yeah, the- yeah. theoretically, even if you see Alba being able to get the win, like theoretically they are they are the favorites. Yes. The, the remaining games that Zalgiris has is they will be receiving Aswell at home. I would say that I will also favor uh, Zalgiris I will give, on that one. Yeah, Zalgiris, yes. Okay, so 2-0. Then uh, Zalgiris at home will receive Olympiacos. I know that Zalgiris is playing at home, but I think we need to favor Olympiacos on this one. Yes. Then uh, they will visit Fenerbahce. I will say that this is a 2-2 for them. Yes. Against Monaco at home, which side do you lean? I think Monaco. And which against uh, Valencia at home? Probably Zalgiris. Yeah, I would say that they split this too. Yeah. And against Maccabi at home. Maccabi. I I have an argument for Zalgiris here. That is, Zalgiris is a very good home team and Maccabi is a very bad road team. What concerns me about this game is that uh, I think that this might be to a point where Maccabi needs to win this game, and I think I, I think this this one might be a coin flip. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give you my reasons for Maccabi though. Uh, I think Maccabi is a very athletic team, and, and they have a lot of size. And I think Zagiris doesn't really have that athleticism or size to match up with them. And having Wade Baldwin and Lorenzo Brown leading the way, uh, I just think that. Maccabi is the better team, and obviously with the with the need to to win those games at the end, uh, I think Maccabi ultimately is going to get it done. Okay, very well. So let's say it's fair to say that uh, between Maccabi at home and Bayern in, on the road, Zalgiris managed to get one of those wins. Neither it's a, it's an easy game, but I say it's close between them and Maccabi at home. If I had to pick this uh, Bayern Zalgiris game on the road, uh, I might lean Bayern. But being the the last game of the the competition and probably Bayern being out of the playoff match, this might be a more meaningful game for Zalgiris. Do you think it's fair to to give them this win, or or also you lean too strongly into Bayern? I lean Bayern. Okay, I, I do. So I really do. <laughs> So let's not cheat and let's go with a 3-5 record the rest of the way for, for Zalgiris. Yeah, I, I think around that. It's not an easy schedule, though. Yeah, it's not. So that will mean that they will end the season with 16 wins and 18 losses. Something let's like see, that. Yeah. Let's see where, where this will put them once we finish all the, the previous. <laughs> Next game, it's between two teams battling to the playoffs. And those are Virtus and Partizan. Virtus currently is in 12th place. They come out of a tough loss, putting them with 12 wins and 14 losses, and trailing one game from the eight, one win from the eighth place. Partizan is in sixth place, and in the second half against Alba, we saw them being very dominant. What do you expect to see on this game? Uh, I expect the game to be very close. When Partizan played at home against Virtus, uh, they won by 28. So uh, I expect Virtus to to try to to counter that now and I think that it's going to be close I think I still lean partisan because I just think they are the better team and I think they've been playing well as of late so if they if they play with uh, high intensity I think they're going to be able to to beat Virtus uh, I, I think partisan should try to to put Virtus away as early as possible 
because they are a, a older team. They have a lot of vets. I don't know if they could have the the legs to make a comeback. So I think Partizan should should start the game with the high level intensity to to try to put this game away. I think it can be a competitive one, but I'm also leaning to to Partizan side. And let's start uh, there, uh, looking into Partizan's schedule the, the rest of the way. And we both are giving this win to, to Partizan. So this will be an important one for their playoff aspirations. Mm-hmm. But what do you think that they will do on their second half of their Italian road trip when they, they face Milano? I'm leaning Milano on this one. I'm going to go Milano as well. Okay, so let's say that they split their Italian road trip and they go 1-1. Yeah. Then they will <clears throat> visit on 16th of March, they will visit uh, FS. How do you think that this game will unroll? 1-2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then they will receive at home Olympiacos. Damn. Let me do it like this. Then they are get they are receiving at home Olympiacos, Barcelona and Real Madrid. What do you think? Is it they are going 0-3? Do they manage to get at least one of these? More than that? I'm going to say they get one. One. Okay. So let's let's uh, let's make it one and two. So they are two, two and, four. and four and four. Okay. Then they will visit Monaco. Damn. Two and five. <laughs> two and five. Okay. And then they will receive at home Paratinaikos. I, I yeah. Three, three and five, five, yeah. I do yeah. favor Partizan this one. I think that uh, them being in the playoff hands, they will be favorites to to win this one. So this is are... a this is a harder schedule than Zalgiris. <laughs> yeah, this is a really harder schedule. It's this gonna is be really tough. Hard. Yeah. yeah, but they do have an advantage. They they already have 14 wins, so they do yeah. have an advantage here. Yeah. So we are saying that they will end the season with uh, 14, 17 wins and uh, 17 losses. So they, they will end the season with a 50% winning rate. Let's see if that puts them in a, a good situation to, to make it into the into the playoffs. So we have Partizan ending the season 17-17. Let's uh, talk about Virtus, another team that is also in the playoff hunt. And uh, we are giving them the loss on this one against Partizan. So let's look into the rest of their schedule. They will visit Alba. I will guess that you agree to, to favor them. Yeah, I think they get one. On this doubleheader. Okay. Then uh, they will be visiting Monaco. One and two. I think this game might be might end up being competitive. I think Virtus' ability to play some defense might give some trouble to Monaco. But yes, I also favor Monaco. So one and two. Okay. Then they will re- welcome Real Madrid. Okay. If Walter Tavares doesn't play, mm-hmm. I'll give it to Virtus. Okay, but we still need to give this one to, to, to yeah, Real, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so one and three. Maccabi Virtus. Damn, one and four. <laughs> one and four. Efes Virtus. One and five. <laughs> okay, Valencia Virtus. One and six, yeah. yeah. This one might be kind of a coin flip. Uh, I it, It's yeah, not but impossible, I, but Valencia, I will favor. Yeah, Valencia needs the wins as well, so playing at and home. Then, And then they end the season with the Italian classic where I can see Milano going to Bologna to and beat them. So I, I can see that, but I would give it to Virtus, but still the yeah. Yeah. But this puts them out of the, the playoff yeah, run. Absolutely. We are removing Virtus from the, the playoff race. Let's get to the next game, and it's another game between two teams battling for the for the playoffs. And with only eight rounds left for on the regular season of the Euroleague. Take into account that there are four teams that still need to play nine games. Uh, the playoff battles are getting to its peak and uh, it's the time to track them. So what do you expect to see on this Valencia-Milano game? Will Valencia bounce back after 
this really bad loss? I expect them to bounce back. I think Valencia is going to be able to win this game. Uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be close. Uh, I think Milano now with a, a, a healthier team, they might have a better team than Valencia. But I, I like Valencia's play style better. And I think at home they're going to be able to get this done. But I can see it going either way. But if you if you need to pick one side, like... Uh, I would pick Valencia. It's so hard to pick against Milano because of their <laughs> good momentum. But I, I think I will agree with you. I think Valencia will be extra motivated to, to bounce back. And this is a yeah. must-win game for them. So I will also lean Valencia. Let's look into the rest of their schedule. They will visit uh, Real Madrid. I will favor Real on this one. Yeah, yeah, one and one. Then they will receive Fenerbahce. I will also go Fenerbahce. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Fenerbahce is just playing too well, and I think they will be peaking right now. So, yeah, I but think I think it, that's uh, one of those games where it's just unexpected and it happens. But but yeah, Fenerbahce is the favorite yeah. for sure. Of course, I won't be surprised if Valencia gets yeah. gets the win. But uh, then they will visit Monaco. I'm also yeah. winning Monaco. On yeah, this one, one and three. Yeah, one and three. Then they will go to Belgrade to play against Red Star. I think that will depend on how Red Star is in terms of wins and losses at that time. But I'll probably favor Red Star. So one and four. Yeah. Zalgiris uh, in Kaunas. We, we, we predicted this already. What, I don't remember what we said, but I think it was Zalgiris, right? We made Zalgiris to split the those two games, but uh, yes, it was we we kind of leaned into yeah. Zalgiris here. So yeah. one and five. Then yeah. they will receive Virtus, and we gave this one to Valencia. So yes. it's two and five, two and, and then five. they will go to play in Barcelona to win. Nah, two and six. Two and six. So it's, it's also a very hard schedule for for Valencia. They won't have an easy path to make it to the playoffs. We are predicting them to end the, the regular season behind Zalgiris with a 15 and 19 records. Well, do you have guessed that that will be our prediction, that we will have Valencia below Zalgiris? No, I didn't think about that because I, I just had them both missing the playoffs. I, I didn't think about a, a standings perspective after those eight. So. I I know, I know that this one is extremely hard. Milano has <laughs> one game less, but let's do it. Let's let's go and look into Milano's schedule the rest of the way. How strong it is and how hard it will be for them to be able to be almost perfect and make into the playoffs. Let's see if it's possible. Milano Valencia, we just did this one. Yeah, Valencia. Yeah. Then uh, Milano receiving Partizan. We gave it to Milano, right? Exactly. Yeah. So one one. Milano visiting Real Madrid. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> Real Madrid. Milano visiting Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce. Milano receiving Bayern. Milano I there. To Milano, so two and three. Milano visiting Efes. Uh, uh, that double week, it's Efes and Maccabi both on the road. So I think that's both two on the road, exactly. Right there. Yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, I can see them getting one of this, but let's make it two losses. Then they received Barcelona. I would favor Barcelona on this game. Yes. And then they visit Virtus, and we just uh, favor yeah. them against Virtus on this last uh, last game. Yeah. But uh, it's too many losses or too hard of a schedule to, to yeah. see Milan. Like we said, like we said on the previous episode, they're just too far behind now. If they got Napier earlier... Maybe, but right now it's just too difficult. 
So it's too hard for them. It's a bit too late for them to start performing at this level. I I think that they might have a top eight roster. Or yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. They they have a top eight contending roster at the very least. But uh, absolutely, the the lack of health and the lack of uh, if they had Napier earlier and yeah, let's let's hope they can keep building on what they have right now for for next season. Moving on to ne- into the next game, and it's Real Madrid against Basconia. What do you make of this game? Uh, I think Real Madrid they can struggle because of um, Walter Tavares' absence, but I think that uh, they got to win this game because they lost um, on the road against Basconia, and I think it's a revenge game. Obviously, uh, it's another Spanish opponent, and they want to show that they are the best Spanish team in the competition. I think them and Barcelona both uh, want to do that. So I'm going to favor Real Madrid, even though they don't have Walter Davard, uh, I, because just because I think that defensively they can hold Basconia. Um, I'm not going to say stop them, but they can they can do a good job defending them. They have size, they have length. So I think they're going to do a good job. Do you think that uh, they have the weapons to slow down Basconia transition game? Uh, I, I think they do because I don't think Basconia can guard them. So I think uh, with Real Madrid scoring, uh, I don't think Basconia is going to have as much opportunities to, to run and gun. So I think Real Madrid has the edge on this game. Yeah, I, I think the, the key for this game, in my opinion, it will be mostly how well can Real Madrid play defense and that they have the size and the, the, the players to, to do it and to slow down Basconi. Because I think that against Basconi defense, Real Madrid will be able to score something around 90 points, something on yeah, around exactly. that. And uh, if they are able to, to keep Basconi to low 80s, they, they probably get this one. Basconi probably can, can score enough to make it... Uh, a close game eventually and Real Madrid haven't we don't see Real Madrid trying to to put their feet on the throat of their opponents and and kill them they they play a very disciplined game and that kind of allows the other teams to to stay close and to to have some runs and some a lot of times they play down to their competition yeah exactly I I think that's the biggest problem for Real Madrid and that's why I think I have Barcelona ahead of them right now uh, it's because Real Madrid really plays down to the to the level of their competition, and if they were just able to to match up with the roster they have uh, in terms of uh, playing ability and productivity on the court, they they would be unstoppable. But they just it looks like they don't have that that chip on their shoulders to to kill every opponent in front of them. Yeah, this is one of those those teams. I absolutely agree with you that um, they might not be doing enough to pick in the right moment, like we spoke in the previous episodes. And while they have immense talent and they can beat anyone and they can go into the final four and they can compete for the title, they, I just don't see them having that edge to them that will allow them to, to, to have that advantage. And I think a big part of that is the lack of the, the floor general, as you spoke so many times, have, have a leader in that sense that will uh, control the game for them and that will, uh, on the floor, will uh, demand more from, from his teammates and, and bring more and uh, squeeze the juice from the high-level talent that uh, they have there. Let's look into Basconia, schedule the rest of the way and uh, into their chances to make it to the playoffs. We just agreed that uh, we give the advantage to Real Madrid on this one. Then Basconia will receive at home Monaco. Who do you favor on this game? The scoreboard 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna be high. Uh, but I got a favor Monaco. I just, yeah. Basconia I... could win. Obviously, I think it's gonna be very close, but. I think I favor Monaco. I think uh, what Kotstar, uh, Giedraitis and Costello will be able to do on this game will be a big deal for, for Basconia chances to win this game. But if we think about Mike James, uh, Jordan Lloyd against Basconia defense, like probably Monaco will just score too, too much and will be able to outscore the high-scoring Basconia on this game. I agree with you. So let's go 0-2. Then they will visit Maccabi and I would favor Maccabi on this one. Yeah, I would too. I think that uh, Maccabi at home and uh, with the playoff on the line, they they, they are favorite. So 0-3. Things looking tricky for Basconia. They after will go to Belgrade and play Red Star. Who do you favor here? Probably 0-4. 0-4, okay. Then they receive at home Alba in a game that I expect them to win. So f- yeah, that's, that's one and four. Then on the next game they receive Fenerbahce. I think we need to give the edge to to Fenerbahce, in my opinion. Yes, yes. So one and five. Then they receive Asvel at home. I will also favor Basconia. Yes. So that's two and uh, five. And in the last round they will visit Olympiacos, and I think uh, no I give way. the advantage <laughs> to Olympiacos. So yeah. that's two and six. <laughs> We are seeing some very interesting schedules and the the, the important thing to, to retain here is that every unexpected win for, for these teams means that um, that they are gaining a massive advantage in the, the playoff uh, battle. And uh, with this 2-6, and six, we have Bosconi ending the season tied with Zalgiris with a record of 16-18. and 18. Let's uh, continue and let's uh, preview the next game. And this is a game against the Bayern Munich against Asvel. Two teams that we don't expect to be fighting for the, the playoffs, but um, a team in Asphalt that just comes from two tough losses at home that they fought a lot to, to stay in the game and uh, Bayern Munich that is uh, getting healthier and starting to perform at a very good level. What do you expect to see on this game and which matchups you will be tracking on this one? Uh, I'm expecting to see a, a Bayern win. Um, I think having Lucic back uh, puts them on another level uh, as a team. Uh, that's just how much impact he can have on that team. Um, I think uh, Nando Ducolo and Cassius Winston could be a, a good matchup, even though uh, Nando probably won't be the one guarding him. But uh, as the guard, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see. But like I said before, uh, I don't think Asvel has uh, a lot of good options at the wings. And I think Lucic is going to have a a very good game. Like, I think it's going to repeat what he did against Red Star. He's going to dominate on both sides. And I think Bayern is going to get the win. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that um, Bayern has the, the edge here and, and will get this win. Let's uh, move on to the second day of this uh, round 27 of the EuroLeague, where Maccabi will receive Fenerbahce. Maccabi, another team that is on the, the playoff hunt. They are currently in ninth place. They just dropped outside of the, the playoff spots against a Fenerbahce that uh, is trying to fight to to get uh, even higher. They they are in a good position to, to have home court advantage, but uh, they will certainly want to aim higher than ending in fourth place. Do you see Maccabi being able to at home where they are the strongest uh, home courts of the EuroLeague, giving trouble to this um, Fenerbahce that is looks like it's about to start a very good momentum? Yes, I can totally see Maccabi giving them trouble. <clears throat> Would I pick them to win? Ah, 
It's a tough one. Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I don't feel comfortable in, in going against Fenerbahce, obviously. But I also don't feel comfortable going against Maccabi at home. So uh, I think Fenerbahce is the better team. But I'm going to give this one to Maccabi, though. Uh, I think they're going to be able to, to get a win here. Uh, I think they know what's at stake with the, the standings being like they are. And uh, I think Maccabi is going to be able to steal this win. I expect a big bounce back game from Lorenzo Brown. I I was about to ask you exactly about that. How do you see Lorenzo performing on this game? Yeah, he, he can't have two off games in a row um, when when these games are so important for for their season because he's obviously their best player in my opinion at least. So I think he's gotta he's gotta show up and he's gotta perform and and I do think he will do that. I agree with you and uh, I think that um, this will be a very competitive one. I just really struggle to to not give the the advantage to Fenerbahce here. But um, let's look into into Maccabi's schedule since they are another team that is on this uh, playoff battle. Yeah, but and, uh, but by the way, I, I forgot to mention um, Lorenzo and Wade. Uh, as a backcourt duo against Kaladis and Wilbekin, they are bigger. The, they have a size advantage there. Uh, I think they're going to be able to to win that matchup between backcourts. Like like we said before, we don't believe that Tyler Dorsey is going to have uh, big minutes uh, in his first game. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go with Maccabi on this. One. Okay, let's give them this win. And uh, next time around that we have a coin flip, we need to go the other <laughs> direction to, to balance it out. The next game that they have, they will be visiting FS. I think uh, in Turkey, I will favor FS on this matchup. Yeah. Then uh, Maccabi will receive Basconia, and uh, I do favor Maccabi on this on this game. For sure. They will visit Asval. This might be uh, a tough game, but I think we also need to, to favor Maccabi here. Yes. So this is three and one. Then mm-hmm. Maccabi will receive Virtus. I will say four and one. Yes. Maccabi will receive Milano. Five I, and one. Five and one. Then Maccabi visiting Zalgiris. Uh, six and I, one for me. But I know you disagree. I know you disagree. But we but we gave this one to to Maccabi. Uh, so okay. six and yeah. one. And then Maccabi receives Real Madrid. This, I think, it's again very similar situation to Fenerbahce. So let's give it a six and two just to balance it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I was go- I was gonna say that um, it w- it would depend on the Real Madrid sitting mm-hmm. uh, going into the to that last round because if Real Madrid doesn't have a chance to to get a higher sitting with that win, I believe that they would be very relaxed. And yeah. Maccabi would get a win. That's the thing. I, I, I won't be surprised if Maccabi wins against Fenerbahce, and I won't be surprised if Maccabi wins against Real Madrid on this game. Yeah, no, especially I agree, I agree. at their home. But I can also totally see they losing both of them. So I think it's fair that we we split it and we make it. Uh, yeah, we make it like that. And this seems to be a very favorable schedule for Maccabi the rest of the way, uh, putting them in a, a premium position to secure a, a playoff spot. But let's move on and let's uh, talk about... So it about was 6-2? It was 6-2. and, two. It was six six and, two. and two. If to, That yes, will lead so. to a 19-15 and 15 record. Yeah, that will probably give them uh, a 6th place. Maybe 5th. Uh, uh, I think 5th it will be hard. We didn't do it yeah. for Monaco, but... Uh, yeah, but it's going to be hard, but I, I think 6th place would... Yeah, 
sixth, yeah, the, at the moment they are they are the favorites to sixth place. But we need to talk about these next two teams, and especially the second of them. The yes. next game will be between Red Star and FS, and those might be the favorites for sixth place. But we will get to it first. Let's speak about this matchup and uh, what individual matchups you will be looking into this game. What you expect to happen? Red Star just uh, had some disappointing losses, and I can see they coming into this game with a lot of intensity and giving some trouble to FS. Do, do you agree with that? I agree, I agree. I'm going to give it to FS here, uh, even though I think Red Star is going to come out with intensity and trying to, to show that they can compete and they, that they can win this game. But I think FS is the better team. Uh, I think they, they need these wins and they know that. So I think they're going to be able to, to win it. Um, I don't know if Message will play. Uh, we know that he's supposed to start practicing next week. Uh, so I don't know where uh, during next week he will start. But uh, I think it's going to be a good matchup overall. Uh, Campazzo and Larkin should be very interesting. And I do expect Will Clyburn to have a very good game. Uh, I don't think Red Star has uh, any forward that can match up with him. So... I think, yeah, I think FS is the better team. I think they're going to win. They have reasons to be motivated and to step up to, to this game. But let's take a look to Red Star's schedule the rest of the way and see if they have a chance to, to still fight for, for the playoffs. So we are giving this uh, this advantage to FS, although it will be a very competitive game in our yeah. opinion, I believe. Next game, Red Star on the second half of this doubleheader, Red Star will be visiting Paratinaikos. I think that this one might be also a tricky one, but since we are favoring efforts on the, the the first hand of this uh, doubleheader I think I think it's fair to give the, the advantage to Red Star here although I can see Paratinakos winning I think this is a very bad matchup for Red Star though with Dwayne Bacon and Derek Williams uh, like I said about Will Claburn I don't see Red Star having the, that, those types of wings to match up those forwards but I understand giving Red Star the advantage uh, yeah, I can totally see that. So if they they go zero and two in these two matchups, I think they yeah, play off they can forget about the playoffs. Yeah. Will be in trouble. But let's make it one and one and hope for kind of best case scenario <laughs> here. Then they visit Barcelona. I think we we are favoring Barcelona on this one. Yes. Then uh, Red Star has two games at home against Bascogne and Valencia, and we just favored Red Star for those two. Okay. So that will make it three and two. Yes. Then they will visit Aswell. Again, hard matchup on the road, but uh, again, favor, I will favor Red Star. Yes. So that makes it 4-2. and two. Then Red Star will receive Olympiacos. Uh, yeah, Red Star. And then Red Star will receive Fenerbahce. I think giving them one okay, of Give them two. one and one, yeah. 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 One so one. that will make it 5-3 and three for Red Star. 5-3 and three for Red Star. That means that they will end the season with a 16 and 18 records. That's a very interesting situation because that means that they will be tied with Zalgiris and Vasconia. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think that that tie would be for 9, 10, and 11. So. <laughs> yeah, we are getting there. We are getting there. <laughs> At the moment, we have Maccabi and Partizan ahead. Yeah. And uh, now we will get to another key team on, on this battle, that is FS. And let's look into their schedule the rest of the way. We know and we have played this game before <laughs> on this podcast. We tend to always favorite FS, but they haven't been <laughs> performing. But we have seen some good things from them and they are playing at a better level now. We just agreed that we will favor them against Red Star. Then they will receive at home Maccabi. I believe this is an FS game. 
game as well. Yes. Then they will receive Real Madrid and Partizan. Would you uh, favor them in both? Or I would why? favor them in both just because Real Madrid doesn't probably won't have Walter Tavares at that time. Okay, so 4-0, then yeah. uh, in Alba 5-0, yes. then they will receive Milano 6-0, Six. then Virtus 7-0, Seven. then they will visit Fenerbahce. I think they split with Fenerbahce and Monaco, giving so, them the 6th seed. So, yeah. Giving them potential the 6th seed, maybe even higher. Yeah, yeah, potentially, yes. yes. It's... Uh, Eight and uh, and one because they have one game less. Oh yes, okay. So they they will twenty one and thirteen. And if they uh, can do this, like man, I that... think that Fenerbahce being sixteen and nine with uh, nine games left, they will win more than twenty one games. But uh, now I'm curious, so let's quickly look into Monaco. <laughs> they... But but I just want to say this: if they can go eight and one here. That's what yeah. I call peaking at the right time. Yeah, they they will be very hot, and that's. Yeah. Uh, Oh god, I I really don't want to see Olympiacos Efes on the one. <laughs> I, that's not that's not fair. Okay, let's <laughs> okay, go let's into Monaco. Look, look quickly, look into Monaco. This is this is fun. I hope everybody is enjoying it as much as we are. And we are about to speak about Monaco, so let's preview their game. It's the last game of this round twenty-seven. They will be receiving Paratinaikos. Paratinaikos have been stepping up their game. They still have some defensive lapses. I think I will favor Monaco and I think they have the, the advantage on this one. What you will be looking at on, on this matchup? Yeah, I absolutely agree that Monaco has the advantage here. Um, they are a very good home team. Uh, we mentioned Maccabi before, but Monaco is 10-3 and and Panathinaikos on the road is 2-11. and So I think this is a, a very tough matchup for Panathinaikos. Uh, I think Mike Jane, again, the, the guards... Uh, Paris Lee is a very small guard and I, I don't know how he's going to be able to to defend them even though he's a, a good defender for his size but I think Monaco overall is just a, a much better team uh, again Dwayne Bacon and uh, Derek Williams could give Monaco some trouble at the, the forward position but I think overall Monaco is, is the better team and they're going to be able to 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 play decent defense on Panathinaikos with John Brown and probably Moneke, but uh, yeah, Monaco is the better team. Three, and I think they will they will get this win. That will mean that they will get to 17 wins, and that will be important because we have established that our three favorites to, to make it to the, the playoffs are FS, Maccabi, and Partizan. Partizan, according to our predictions and what we expect to happen, they will have a hard schedule the rest of the way, but that should still allow us to, to end with a record of 17 and 17. Right below them, Basconio is 16 and 18, Zalgir is 16 and 18, and Red Star is 16 and 18. I will would say that uh, this means that uh, these four teams are still in contention to the to the eight spots, and uh, we see Maccabi with a projected record of nineteen and fifteen, and FS with twenty one and thirteen, with uh, some advantage over over the other teams contending to the to the playoffs. Of course, if they do their jobs and if they win the games that they have to win, nothing in the Euroleague and in basketball is certain and. Uh, we will for sure miss on some of these projections, but we try to make them as uh, safe as possible. Let's see if this where this will put Monaco and where will they end in the standings. And let's uh, let's look into their schedule the, the rest of the way. We just agreed that they are favorites to win Paratinaikos. Then they will be visiting Basconia. What do you think that will happen here? I think we gave it to Monaco, right? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, yeah. I was just testing you. <laughs> <laughs> 
then Monaco Virtus. I will favor Monaco, so that will be trio. Yeah. And... Then uh, Valencia four uh, zero. Yeah. I believe that they can lose on the road with Zalgiris. Four one. They can lose, but I okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was so dismissive of you. <laughs> I think that they can lose one of these two games against Algiers and Bayern on the road. Yeah, like I think I think it's fair yeah. to to split these two. So that will make it five uh, one, I believe. Then yes. uh, they will receive Partizan, and on this matchup we gave the advantage to Monaco. Yes. So that's six one, and then they will visit Efes. Let's say that Efes wins this one, that makes it six and two with six and two records. Monaco will be uh, with a 22 wins and one win ahead of Efes. Yeah. But as we just uh, mentioned, the last game is between Monaco and Efes. And if exactly, I think that game could be a decisive one. And uh, if uh, there is a chance that those two teams will be competing directly for seeding and for the fifth place when we get to, to the last round. We we have Real Madrid, Olympiacos, Barcelona and Fenerbahce. We believe that uh, all of these teams will be able to end with, with 22 wins or more and that likely will put them on the top four. And the, the, the fight for the fifth place between Monaco and FS will be very interesting to monitor the, the rest of the way with Monaco having a three-win advantage at this moment and being favorites to end the regular season in fifth place then we have uh, Maccabi in the ending in seventh place and then we are favoring Partizan to end in the eighth place in a close battle with Zalgiris and Red Star and Valencia trailing two wins below the, the eighth seat let's see if our predictions come true this was another European Hoops episode make sure you tune in on Wednesday when we will be previewing all the action of round 28 of the, the second hand of this doubleheader subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes and follow us at Itos EuroLeague on Twitter there we will be bringing you any news that break about the competition our daily picks, must-watch games, injury reports, and our trades in the end of each day of the competition, bringing you all the highlights of the action. My name is Andre, and I will be seeing you guys soon. Bye, guys. See you on next episode. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.